Y'all ready for some real flavor? Well, look no further than Mason Jar Money Premium Seasonings. It's time to take your cooking to a whole nother level, y'all. From finger-licking barbecue to down-home soul food, our seasonings brings the Georgia charm to every bite. We've carefully crafted this blend with the taste of the South in mind. Mason Jar Money Premium Seasonings guaranteed to leave money on your mouth. Get that real Southern flavor with Mason Jar Money Premium Seasonings. Use promo code SOM23 today when you check out and receive 20% off your purchase. You can find us at masonjarmoney.com. Saved our marriage. I'm your host, King Jern, aka the People's Champion, aka the most electrifying motherfucker in podcast today, aka the next door neighbor of Danny Tanner, aka LeBron Flames, aka the King of the Lames, aka the illegitimate son of Carl Weathers, aka Hexaw Jim Thuggin, aka Germ Cena, aka Pod Strickland, aka Fat Sajak, aka the Brooks Bandit, aka Mr. Sensible Shoes, aka Bill Goldberg in the bedroom, aka Smoking Germ Frazier, aka the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be, aka Bread DBIC, aka Rowdy Potty Piper, aka You Can't Fit This Hustle Inside of a Rapper, aka The Duke of Dignity, aka Pod Sham God, and my last aka Ravishing Ray. What I like to have right now is for all you running from the hurricane, scared to pie because there's a hurricane, or a hurricane just left your city and you smoking on that. I dare you, pack ass podcasters. Keep the noise down while I take my robe off and show you what a real podcast sounds like. Now hit the music. Now joined by my lovely co-host, the elegant, the daunting, the always be shopping, the problematic yet well-spoken, Queen Germ. Say what's up to the people. What's up, people? It's your girl, Queen Germ, a.k.a. Miss Savannah, a.k.a. I'm educated yet ignorant, a.k.a. the queen of QVC, a.k.a. bipolar mom, a.k.a. I hear no one, a.k.a. my cups runneth over, a.k.a. $3 is $3. A.K.A. a lot of crass with a dab of class. A.K.A. my afro is my halo. And my favorite A.K.A. of them all. Your grade is your motherfucking grade. I'm in the building. Queen Jones in the building, everybody. Like always, don't forget to rate, subscribe, download, pot and save our marriage on any podcast reader out there. Don't forget to go check out our merch on Public. Go look up Pot and Save, find that, find some merch. We're going to start designing some more shirts for that. You know, I mean, just see what we can do. Uh, don't forget to share it, you know, because we all need that love. So thanks to all y'all that's been sharing and showing love on Fridays when we drop. We appreciate that. And before we get out of here, we got to shout out the sponsors. Shout out to MasonJarMoney.com. Some of the best damn season there is. I grilled on the grill today, man. Made me a little steak. 
Hit it with that mason jar money. Shit was delicious. So go to masonjarmoney.com. Use code SOM23. Save you some money at checkout. We also have another sponsor we'd like to shout out, and that's poppinstop.com. Poppinstop.com, some of the best gourmet handmade popcorn on the market. Just got word from Poppinstop. There's another, uh, some new flavor she wants to try out. So we'll be coming back, see what Getting she got. Y'all an update. Letting y'all know. Matter of fact, y'all go and check out poppinstop.com. Use code FROCAST at checkout. Save you some money. So all the pandering is out of the way. Queen Germ, I got to ask you, how was your week? So far, so good. Went to work, back to school, and when I tell you, God is good. Uh, class went well on Monday. Tuesday, your girl was up in there in the hills stunting on them people. But then the announcements came out. And when I tell you, I've never been so excited to hear the sound of a notification of the school email. When I looked at the email and the people told me, that due to the hurricane, they wanted to be on the safe side. They were shutting that motherfucker down at 12.30. And it was not supposed to reopen until Tuesday after mm. the Labor Day holiday, mm. holiday. When I tell you, it was well with my soul. It took everything out of me not to be hollering and screaming at no people's job, acting like I was crazy. But I did give praise and I packed my things. So I was very appreciative of the whole gesture um, and so as far as my week from the last time, I was getting ready to start the school year. And now I got a little break, as uh, the boy would say, a little breaky break. So um, I'm enjoying my staycation. And, I mean, I'm going to do a little work mm-hmm. just because I'm that type of person. I want to be ready to bust the doors down come Tuesday, be ready for the people. But um, I'm going to get a little rest in, the, in between that, too. So. Um, but everything is going good. Still, still enjoying the, um, the last party that I had tomorrow will be the yeah, last day. Well, let's talk about that party you had. Uh, you had a party Saturday night. Oh day. yeah. And how was I it? Had, oh, it was good. It was so good. My husband had to leave, but whatever. I didn't, I didn't know you knew I was there. I knew, I knew you was there, but see, this is the thing. It's mighty funny how niggas act like they got to be the center of attention when they the say they don't want to be the center of attention. I was, I was, you hey, was down there talking to my family, hey, who they supposed was one, to be your family. Yeah, they were. We was all over there like, dang, she ain't even going to acknowledge us. Like, you know. I, I introduced y'all. And that was it. That was the last and, thing and, you and said And then I to said us. something about y'all again at the end, <laughs> but forgot. your black ass had done she, left. She forgot we was there. You had done left. So with that, with said, that in mind, I said she ain't been noticing me here. So if I tip out the door, she won't. And, and everybody noticed that you left. So it mm. is what it is. So mm. hey, I ain't worrying about it because it was my motherfucking birthday. I yes, was gonna I'm, have fun. I live with you. Yes. I done grew up with them. It wasn't that I didn't care. But hey, I was there to celebrate me, and my friends was there to celebrate yes. me, and I thought y'all was there to celebrate me. But we were. Yeah, we just didn't. It's we all just good. Like, oh, I kept trying to talk to y'all. I kept trying to talk to y'all, but hey, you ain't want to talk. Word us for three hours. Hey, like I said, the <laughs> nigga don't talk to me for oh, days. Here we go. Now. But yet, still, now at my party, oh, where y'all it, celebrating, it wasn't about me. It, so, I, I so it was about time. me. So it, it was about me. It was about. I was like, dang, she ain't gonna talk to the Johnson. The Johnson Ford is here. I was just like, whoa, the Johnson yeah. Ford. I was like, they yeah. ain't getting no. I was like, man, they got enough love. I talked to them. Mm-hmm. I talked to them. We had a good time. The following day, we went out to breakfast before they left. 
and everything was yeah, wonderful. I they ain't had it. no problems, but I you want to have a problem. You want to try to you want to try to put a wedge between me and my siblings, but I it ain't, ain't trying never to put gonna no be. Wedge between it ain't them. never gonna be that. No it ain't never I'm gonna just, be that. We we strong. I was just noticing baby. how you know we strong, baby, a hundred percent. So like, don't hmm, don't ever think the wrong that you sisters getting love today. I was just like huh. plant a seed for uh-uh. nothing. Oh yeah, speaking of one of your sisters, not your the Johnson sisters, but one of your other sisters. What was up with that lewd comment she made? Why people, didn't you check her, Queen? People Jern? say a the lot pe- of things. The you, people want to know why the people she don't didn't wanna get know, checked. You want to know. You want to <laughs> make something out of nothing. So I got forty-three lying sisters. Yes, uh-huh. I got forty-three lying sisters, and one of the older ones said to you that you got forty-three other wives. Mm. If you really think that somebody gonna play in my face and it's gonna be whatever, it it the girl just having fun. Okay. I mean, I don't know what the. I mean, I don't recall nobody ever saying nothing like that before. Me neither. But at the same Did damn they say time, that to all yeah. Have they you, could. Have they, they referred could. to you to somebody else's most husband? Of our, most of our men don't come to our function. Oh. The only reason why you got an invitation because my brother was there. Mm. If it was just my sisters who came here, you would still not have had an invitation. So, therefore, I, you I was there be, by default. I was there by default. So, to make sure that my brother didn't have to be the only person there. I, got I wasn't going to let him travel all the way here and he couldn't come to the party. So, I was just like, well, hell, I guess you got to come now. But at, like I said, it was all good. I ain't worried about it because let you fuck around and see what happened to you. I don't, I that's don't. that's all I'm saying. So you to. could get an invitation to be with all 43 of them. And if I find out anything about you, the 43 <laughs> or anything else, all y'all niggas going to die. So if that's the, that's the way you want to go out, hey, nah. do your thing. Nah, that's, I was just asking. People wanted to know. Yeah, you the people um, must be. As far as my week, man, uh, my week has been uh, eventful. Uh, like I said, uh I didn't know that we were we had a storm headed our way until like Sunday. Somebody called me up and said something about a storm. I was like, "Storm? What the fuck yeah, is you talking about?" My daddy called me, and then I looked and I was like, "Oh shit, storm headed to us." So you know, Tuesday comes. You know, like like she said, comes down to the job. They're shutting everything down. Now, I just thought we were gonna be shut down for one day, maybe even two. But then I thought about it, like, why would they make us come back on a Thursday or a Friday, knowing it's the weekend and we got a holiday coming up? So they gave us the whole fucking week off. Shout out to that. But then this hurricane came. Now, I ain't going to front, you know, when that motherfucker busted up to a four and it, it was just like it was headed like kind of toward us. But that motherfucker took a right and it swung a little bit. I was like, yes. So now I done survived up to a four in Florida. So now I feel like this. It's got to be five for me to slide. You know what mm-mm, I'm saying? Mm-mm. And you know what I'm saying? It's got to be five for me to slide now because I didn't I didn't I didn't been through them all. One, two, three, four. Like shit. The next one is five. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no more than five. So I might not even slide on five. I you might, might I might hunker down. And I know yeah, and you're gonna be here by your damn self. Cause I promise you, if the people tell me early enough that it's gonna be some shit, I'm out of here. Mm. I am out of here. I hear you. Out of here. This one right here, this was a this was a this was a cakewalk. Yeah, you know was. what I'm saying. We we ain't lose power. It blinked for a little second. We yeah, had we, it, we had Wi Fi most of the that I mean most ninety nine percent of the time. This right here was this was this was great. People calling me, Yo, y'all like yeah, nigga, we straight, nigga. I'm watching TV but right I now. But I thank you for calling. Yeah, thank you for can. calling. You know, what I'm saying I, I took a little nap so I could be up on the night late night shift to look out for my family and stuff. That's being, what he calling it. You know what I'm saying. So I was so out there doing my job, protecting. I went online. I was up there making sure my phone was juiced up, ready. You know, ready. Do what I had to do, mm-hmm. and then once I seen everything was good, I laid down. To, I went to sleep. I did my job, protected my family, and you know it is what it is. Yeah. So, 
we're good. You know what I'm saying? We survived it. You know, we smoking on that I dial your pack, nigga. But shout out to all the places that they they got hit. But we we was fortunate, you know, this wasn't yep. our time. So God spared us. Mm-hmm. Thank you to all my neighbors that cut all the trees down. That that cut down on a lot of my anxiety. You know, I ain't have to worry about no trees falling. So that was that was that was good. Let's go ahead and get into this outline, Queen John. So what would you do, Time? What would you do? What would you do is when I ask Queen Germs a pressing question, she gotta take a she gotta take a side. She can't ride the fence. She's gotta choose. And this time it's like this. Would you rather get stranded in Antarctica or in the desert? Um, if I had to choose one or the other, both of them are extreme. Yeah, which which way you wanna die? Or extremely hot. I'm gonna choose to be in the desert. Um I know it's very difficult to cool off in the heat, but just I think my odds, my chances are going to be better for survival if I'm in this heat because I could be butt naked as long as I got on some tennis shoes so that I ain't, you know what I'm saying, my feet ain't getting scorched on the surface. I could probably find me some water somewhere. I know I'm in the desert, but there's got to be something there if I mean... If if nothing else, I, How do you I'm want to die. That's basically what this question is. I mean, hey, I'm gonna go with the heat. I'm gonna go with the heat because yeah. that's more natural. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, freezing that that makes no sense. Freezing, I ain't me. got, I ain't, I ain't got, but like a couple hours before I'm, I'm yeah. done. I yeah, hypothermia or whatever. That so. shit gonna set in, frostbite, all that. I shit just gonna, go ahead. Like I said, I'm gonna be in the desert. I, I might can make it a couple of days deranged and walking around there in circles. Yeah. And, you know, like you say, you might stumble across some water. You might. Yeah, you the might. Eyes, the eyes ain't. It ain't there, good. but it's something. Because if it's a little vegetation there, it's a little water coming from Or if from you somewhere. just sleep all day and then just move at nighttime, that you might, might help you. You might be able to get a hell, of, might, yeah, hell you, up out of there. You might just rest in the daytime, move at night, and that way you might can, uh, uh, you know, further your time in the desert versus... Yeah. Because you out that, in, in that, Antarctica, that cool, like you, you done. Like ain't yeah. nobody out there. Like, you can't survive that. You might run across a nigga in the desert, like something. Yeah, something. Who knows? But that's a tough one right there. It, it really ain't tough. I'm going with the desert, but your your death is is pending on both sides. You just yeah. either you gonna freeze to death, or you are gonna die from heat exhaustion, heat stroke, uh, thir- die of thirst. You know what I'm saying? Like probably go crazy out there. Yeah, you'd be delirious now, because yeah, that pro- heat'll get you down. Yeah, you probably just be just... And you'd be out there, you know what I'm saying, imagining things. Mommy! And you think you see down lions and tigers and bears and all kinds of shit. You think you see a flying carpet with a genie on that motherfucker. And you you said, that was Aladdin right there. Exhausted. No, sir. That is not the genie, nigga. That is the genie of death coming yeah. to take you home. Because uh, your ass is seeing too much. Yeah, you going to the upper room, that that dusty room. You going to all the rooms. Your ass ain't getting out of there. But Antarctica, like, nah, bro. Don't even nobody live down there, dog. Yeah, your like, chances is very slim. Like, no. Like, no. You got to be hoping somebody on an expedition or something, and, and you just so happen to run by the... No, fuck that. Man. That's, and then it's cold than a motherfucker? Hell no. Hell no. I like the heat over the cold anyway, because like I said, you can cool down way faster than you can warm up. Because when your ass is cold, you cold to the bone. That shit be burning almost. Yeah, I mean, it's probably that type of... Um, that I, type I, of I ain't got no kind cold. of clothes for that kind of cold. I ain't got no kind of jacket for that. Like, hell no, nah, I've been living in Florida the last 13 years. You think I got a jacket? I got the same jacket I got I had in 2001. Mm. And it, that's that's sh- sad. It's, no, it's not. I don't wear a jacket. I have a hoodie, but I'm not wearing no jacket. 
So that's what would you do, man? Would you rather be stranded in Antarctica or stranded in the desert? You know, the desert could be stranded, it could be uh, in Nevada. You just got to make it to goddamn uh, to Vegas. <laughs> it's what's on the timeline. What's on the timeline is when we talk about that subject that everybody's been talking about. It's all in the group chat. Your mommy even called you and talked about it. And this week, it was Donald Trump's mugshot. Queen Germ, did you get a chance to see it? I saw that crazy man. Um, I don't even know why y'all excited because the cracker ain't going to jail. He not he going, going to jail. jail. We know that. He ain't going to jail. He ain't doing no time. It's just, you know, he just out here playing around with y'all. Because to be quite honest, they not letting him go down. Hmm. He is one of, he will go down in history as one of the U.S. favorite presidents. He, I mean, he's loved by a whole, a whole lot and hated I mean, by probably equally yeah, the same number. he's the most number. polarizing president yeah, we've so ever had. It's just like, y'all got Over somebody Obama. that y'all got. And it's sad because of the fact that this clown could do so much wrong and still walk away unscathed. So, like I said, the mugshot is cute for what it is, but... What did he really do wrong? Did he do anything wrong? I mean, I guess they got him for lying and all kinds of stuff and trying to overturn the election. But, I mean... That's illegal. It's not illegal to challenge the election. It's not illegal to challenge it, but when you call somebody and say, find me them motherfucking votes, that's illegal. Like, you use your power to convince somebody to do something that's unethical or whatever. Okay, let's just put our... But let's just take our hats off for a second, put another hat on real quick, right? Let's just say you worried about a state that has been typically a Republican stronghold for decades, right? Uh Uh-huh. So then all of a sudden, the motherfucker turned blue. But then when it comes time for the governorship, it's back red again. Like, so what happened? Like that don't don't that look a little funny to you? Like it's been red this whole time, but it's only been blue one motherfucking time in decades. And it, it doesn't matter. You it does about matter. Something that's, so don't that don't that look a little shady to you? A lot of stuff looks shady, but all I can tell you is you might want to act like you know that things happen. So as far as we're trying, like I said, I I mean. It looks a little shady that a state that was a Republican stronghold all of a sudden turns blue. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm looking like, go find me some votes because it got to be something up. Like, we got to, you know, not saying going to make nothing up, but just go find, like, it might be some votes. Figure out what happened. Yeah, figure out what happened. That's all he's saying. So that's why I said I don't think he did anything illegal. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm not saying, look, I, this is me being ignorant on the facts, but I'm just saying I'm looking at the, the, the historical stats of the whole situation. I think the last time Georgia went blue was when Carter ran for president. And you know, that was in the seventies. So if it's been red every time you kind of like count that as a red, but then all of a sudden it's blue. But then when Stacey Abrams runs for governor, that shit turned back red again. Like what happened? Where, do, where them same voters at? Why yeah, they ain't come out? They was mad because they saw that black woman up there and they wanted to get no chance yeah, of her being there. So, so don't, don't act like it was something different. They yeah. was lazy on the president. So maybe mm. they didn't come out. It was they thought for sure they had it, mm. and some of them didn't come out who would have normally voted Republican. But then when they saw what happened in the presidential election, they knew. Man, it's just a lot of a lot of. It looks like a stolen election to me. But yeah, I, I, I'm just saying, it looks like the the recipe for a stolen election. I'm not saying that's what I believe, but I'm just saying, hey, I can see it. I can see it. I you bet know what you saying? can. You know what I'm saying? So you know, uh, shout out to all y'all that's excited about the mugshot. 
Uh, like I mean, said, it's just funny because yeah, the, the man is president. the man is a jerk. Yeah, and, and he used to be president. That yeah. shit wild. Like we've never seen our president in a mugshot. Like, yeah. like that shit Bill crazy. Bill Clinton didn't even do all that. Yes, Bill Clinton was in there wilding out in the White House, getting head and sticking cigars up in motherfucking girls' coochies and shit. Like all doing this shit, and nobody said nothing. That's a little bit much, isn't it? Yeah, cigars in the coochie. That's what he was doing. Mm. That's what he was doing. He had a whole relationship with her. But yeah, man. So. Uh, shout out to uh, Trump. Um, it's amazing that he's still leading in all the polls. Even he even beating Joe Biden in polls. Like this shit crazy. We got a motherfucking president that's gonna be a motherfucking inmate or possibly an inmate, and the motherfucker is out here wilding out. Excuse that dog in the background, y'all. Man, we um recording at a different time, and somebody dog is loose, and they're back, and this dog is fucking barking. So. We're just going to keep on moving along because, hey, fuck it, we got a show to do. And that's what y'all like. Y'all like the rawness. So that's all for what's on the timeline, man. Trump's got a mugshot. And uh, everybody putting on shirts and shit like that. This shit wild, bro. Like, I, are, are you getting you a um, Trump mugshot t-shirt, Queen Germ? I'm definitely not. Why not? You should set, you I would a- not support nothing that has any You're of his support- likeness on it. I don't even care for the man. But, but that's so a, that's the black me, people in culture, we wear mugshot t-shirts. That's like Yeah, that's, that's that won't be one I would do. I don't have a mugshot of nobody. So if anything, I'm going to see it on the internet and that's where it's going to start and end. But I'm good with it. I mean, I hope that this would deter him from running for president. But I just Why think that it? it's going to get the people to go out there and vote for him. The people exactly. who really like him, they like, oh, we finna show these people that mm-hmm. we gonna have our boy back and we gonna have our voice and they already doing dumb shit. So, at this point, oh yeah, I, I kind of do too, but at the same time, See, it's go. just the simple fact of the matter that this one, he ain't the one. Yeah. He ain't the one. This, this, this is gonna be interesting to see how it all plays out. But, um, you know, can we wouldn't have it no other way, man, in America. Like, we have to have some kind of soap opera, TV drama type shit in our public office where, you know, it's not usually supposed to be like that. But, oh, well. Man, Queen Germ, this next one, this, this, this next one hurts a little bit. Bob Barker reminding you, help control the pet population. Have your pet spayed or neutered. Goodbye, everybody. We got to give a, a special R.I.P., to one of the OGs of everybody's uh, lifetime. And that's old Bob Barker. Bob Barker passed away at 99 years old. Mm. Bob Barker was the host of The Price is Right for over 36 years. Like, he he did it, you know what I'm saying, for a long time. And everybody knows Bob Barker because that day you stay home from, that day you stay home from school sick, you watch The Price is Right. In the summertime, you watch The Price is Right. It was a fun game to watch with everybody. And uh, Queen Jerm, what is some of your favorite Price is Right games? I think Plinko. Plinko, yes. That's that's gotta be like the number one. A little one. peg game yeah, where you drop, you drop the little, your little things in it, and, and just it drops down into the little Go to whatever thing. little spot to tell you how much money you went in. Um, the little thing where you punch the hole and you pull a little oh, card yes. out. I don't know what it's called, but mm-hmm. I always punch like a it. hole. We just gonna call it okay, that. Punch a hole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like the but, one where the man is going up the little mountain. Uh-huh. You got to oh, keep him from the, the, the prices until he don't yeah. tip over oh, or something. Yes, that one with that little song. That was dope. Uh, the golf one was cool. Yeah. Um, of course, the, the wheel. The wheel. The wheel. You got to. Yeah, always the wheel. I heard a joke about Bob Barker. They said he didn't want to go over. That's why he died in 99. You know, he didn't want to go over. Oh, my gosh. That's sick. 
That's it. The internet is fucking terrible. Dog. Yeah, they they'll say anything. The, the people don't care about how you feel about what is going on. Talking about he died in '99 because he didn't want to go over. I ain't mad at it. That's kind of cute though. Hey, that's how. That's that's a testament to the life and the game. The fucking wheel, man. Do you think the wheel was fixed, or you think it was? Uh, you think they stopped the wheel how no, they wanted to? You think I, nobody I mean, better controlling it or nothing like that. In some cases, it always seemed kind of strange. In some cases, because mm. it was some that looked like okay, it just was a fair roll. But then it would be like somebody would be telling a story about how their family was on there. They didn't do this. They wanted to come and to be redeemed and blah blah blah. And it just seemed like if you had a good enough story, it seemed like you won sometimes. Now if it was a bunch of people who didn't have a story about why they were up there, they were just there to win some prizes. The shit fell how it fell. Mm. But I feel like in some cases, where people came up there, they had a little churn and you know might have had some ailment or whatever the case may have been. It was like oh they need to win. They down bad. Blah blah blah. It seemed like something might have been, you know what I'm saying, helping them out or whatever. But um, for the most part, I feel like it was a fair game. But I always enjoy when the people uh, bet that dollar mm-hmm. and or a dollar over what everybody else did, mm-hmm. and they end up being the ones they got a chance to go for the little um, the little game or whatever. So I was just like, yeah, strategy. I like mm-hmm. those type of things too. Those type of players. So do you still watch like we watch it now with Drew Carey? Do it? They don't hit the same. Do it. No, it's not really the same. I mean, he got a totally different personality, which of course he's, he's a different person. To, yeah. So, um, but it's not horrible. Of course, you know me. I always root for the black people. Yes. Um, I got that's that's just ingrained in me. I, I mean, if there's a black person on the show, I want them to win, and I ain't mad at the white person who does win if it happens. But I'm definitely that's who I'm rooting for. Like, you know, because it's not that much representation. So. When they do get a chance, I be hoping that they can take it on home and, you know, have something. Although it was mentioned that sometimes the people don't always get the prizes or they try to mm-hmm. give them something that's not as yeah, expensive. Yeah, you got to pay taxes on all this stuff. So, so yeah, it's just like, or like it say, hey, nah, it just says we're paying for the the, the, the room and like you got to pay for your flight or whatever. It's like that'll deter you from taking the trip yeah. and, you know, little stuff like that. And so, you just get whatever little consolation yeah, prize they're willing to get. It's a whole lot. I watched this one documentary about the dude. He like knew all the prices on the prices, right? Mm-hmm. So he would just sit there in the audience and just yell out the prices and, you know, they because he was like, he noticed the trend and he, he used to keep up with stuff and everything like that. So it was crazy, man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. R.I.P. Bob Barker, the OG, man, you know what I'm saying, 99 years old. That's a good life to live, man. You can't yeah, even be mad 99. at somebody. You live over 90 years, bro, like, you can't even be mad. You it's live just like, over 70. Yeah, true, but 90, like, you can't even be upset. You got to be like, man, like, that, they lived a long a time. Run. Heck yeah, that was a good damn run, because, like they say, any day after 70 is a damn lanyard. Yeah. So, you know, remember that. So shout out to Bob Barker, man. Thank you for all the memories. Yeah, that's a little New Orleans term. Yeah, it is. Speaking of New Orleans, this has nothing to do with New Orleans, but it's just a transition. <laughs> it was a football player named Miles Jack, right? He uh, recently signed on with the Eagles, you know, signed on with the team two weeks, and then he retired. Said he wants to go leave football and go get a trade. I got to know, Queen Jerm, would you consider, like, just leaving your job and going to chase your dream right now? Well, luckily, my job is my dream. Okay. So I, I really enjoy it. I know that that's my calling and all of that stuff. Um, if I did anything different, it would just be um, a different way of helping people, entertaining people, what have you. Um, because I really, that's that's like kind of like where I get my fuel. Okay. Um, I love interacting with people from all walks of life. And it's just an 
amazing thing when you can have some kind of, you know, positive impact on those people. So I wouldn't um, say that would be something I'm in need of, but definitely if you're someone who's doing a job that's just a job to you, you don't really feel like that's your passion, that's what you were, you know, put on this earth to do. I think that it, it, it benefits a person because when you get so old to where you don't have the energy or don't have the time or life has put you in a box to where you have to see this thing through, you don't have any other options. But if you are in a position to where you might have earned a little money or whatever the case may be, now you have that freedom, go back to school, do whatever you want to do, do it. Because it'll hurt a little bit, but when you really are living in your purpose, it is a, it's an amazing feeling. So I can't be mad at the man if he chose to say, hey, football was something that was fun, but this is not giving me my fulfillment. And with that being the case, I now want to go and get a trade and do whatever, computers, whatever. So to me, I feel like it is an awesome thing when you can be aware of what you need as a person to thrive. Because a lot of us survive, but, you know, being able to look at what we're doing and know that this is what I need to do this is what i'm passionate about it is something to say about a person who's willing to leave all of that because if you had the opportunity to make millions of dollars or whatever the case may be it looks good you have fans whatever mm -hmm. and you can let, walk away and leave all that alone to follow your dream that means that you are probably a really good person at your core you you took a chance on yourself. Yeah, and then you got to think about it. He's not gonna be able to play football his whole life. And no. what if, what if the football money runs out? He, so he has something to fall back on, and so he's going to do something now. And you know why he's still young because yeah. he only played in the league like seven years. So okay. he's still like he's not even thirty years old. So you know he's going to get a trade. He might say be a construction worker, whatever. He he say he's going to get a trade and learn to do something else. And you know so he's got the the capital. He can start yeah. his own little business. Who knows? You know, he just got to know how to do a little something, I guess. But he can yeah. employ people to, you know, start yeah, his own good, construction yeah. business. Next thing you know, he he's can have got, franchise. Yes, he, he's the man across this. So shout out to him for doing it. Um, if I was in a situation where I could be, I, I'm not that person that's gonna throw caution in the wind and just jump out there and say, "Hey, I'm going to chase my dream. Dream. I'm going for broke." I can't do that. Because I got too much responsibility. Now, if it was just me alone on this earth, yeah, I, you know, people that don't have any kids or whatever, no responsibility, you can do that. But if you have some responsibility, you got to kind of pace your jump into that dream. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I salute to all those that do it. You know, I'm not the one that uh, put all my faith eggs in one basket. Like, yo, it got to work. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's just... I, I need that safety net. But that's how we've been programmed. Like our yeah. age group, we've been programmed to believe that we have to have a regular nine to five yes. job. Yeah. We have Stability. to have a, you know what I'm saying? A 401k. Yeah. We got to have blah, blah, blah. And to be real, the game that is being played and the money that's being made is on entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And it's like, because we haven't seen that light, because we haven't seen the benefits of it. A lot of times we don't feel like it's something that's worth risking, but at the same time, I think it'll be just as beneficial, um, you know, for people who are in that middle age category to try to step out there and see what it is. I mean, of course, you need a, a sound and solid plan. You just can't be out there willy nilly thinking um, this thing I dreamt about last night was going to be the thing. Um, but if you're talking about really doing a damn thing, come on, man, like. 
if you really got something you is well thought out, well planned, it's, it's good to go for it. Like yeah. today could be the you beginning right. of the rest of your, you know what I'm saying, the best days of your life. And you holding on to what you've been conditioned to think is normal when people got, all, I mean, you got all kind of tax breaks for, you know, people who own their own businesses and things like that. You're making money on top of money, even when you so-called losing money, simply because you know the way to play the game. So yeah. it's just stuff out there that you got to learn and you got to, you know what I'm saying, do for your own benefit yeah. because at the end of the day, you got to be comfortable with it. You got to be able to go to bed and wake up and still deal with this shit every day until you can retire. Because at this point, a lot of people ain't going to be able to retire no more. Yeah. Like, you going to die at somebody's job. Why not die at a job you love? Might I mean, well. if, if if we got to do it yeah. till death, because yeah. it's like that's that's how we bound to these jobs, just like a damn marriage. So it's like people are. <laughs> I mean, I got coworkers who have died on payroll. Like you might not have died at the facility, but your mm. ass died on the payroll. You were yeah. supposed to have been working. So it's just like to me, if I got to go out like that. So 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 do my check get deposited in my account if I die like before I get paid again? Like how? Do I would think so. I mean, it depends on the job because it's some place like they say Social Security will take that shit back. God damn, what that's fucked up. I know up. an old lady at my job said her husband died and he died at the wrong part of the month, whatever way it was supposed to go down, and they said that money was refunded. They they, they reversed that payment because it was like you know it was it was automatic. But whatever, whatever he died in a month, it wasn't whatever percentage of the month hadn't gone by. So they felt like they didn't owe him nothing. So damn. it was just like, what all gone? Like, damn, boy. I told you, boy, they got down. Them, them agency shady than a motherfucker, yeah. boy. Now, maybe your job might let that check roll. But the, the government, they, they take like, back. Nah, nigga, he died, uh, yeah, one day on the, short. On the third. So we, He didn't make it to the 15th. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we don't have to pay nothing. Nothing. At all. So shout out to Miles Jack, man, for going out there chasing your motherfucking dream. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I hope you are successful. Yeah. Be successful with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and anybody else out there that's just struggling with that, hey man, just throw it all away. Go chase your dream, man. Don't don't say throw it all away. Not now. throw it all away, but throw it all down. Go chase your dream, man. Don't 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 wait. You only got one life. You know what I'm saying? And and if you sitting there wondering, like, oh, I'm 30 years old, my life over. No, motherfucker, you still can do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta be uh on pace with nobody. You know what I'm saying? Because your pace is your pace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You still got a whole... Like I said, the, the goal of life is to keep running the race till it's over. It's never a completed race. Because you're always going to be running the rat race of life every day. It's just a continuous race. Yeah. So that's just the goal. You're going to be doing it. You know, some days the race going to be hard. Some days the race going to be easy. But you're still going to be running the motherfucking race. And I think that's the whole thing. The whole... Uh, uh, the, the, the thesis of life. Okay. A big ass running race. That's it. You just run it. Every day, just a race. Every day. Running, 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 running. running but you got to stay in it. You got to stay in it. Man. I got to ask you, Queen Jordan. This is a pressing question right here. Mm-hmm. Does your past matter? Oh, yeah. So I mean, and it, it only... Go ahead. Tell me how you want to fix it up. Fix it okay, up. Okay, so in, in a relationship, does a person past matter? And this past is everything. It could be uh, the drama they ensued you know, had when they were younger, uh, let's say, you know, beef, whatever, baby mamas, baby daddies, uh, sexual partners, um, just everything, the past. Does the past matter in a relationship? Well, I'm going to say the past matters in a relationship because the past allows you to be who you are currently. Um, but as far as being judged by your past, I don't think that that's necessary because if we, do, we are together and I'm solely committed to you, 
I feel like those things that I had to go through for me to even be in a point where I could be in a committed relationship with the individual I'm in the relationship with, it had to happen because of the past. So those things shouldn't be something that's looked at as a bad thing. Um, because a lot of times people want to judge you on, you know, how many partners you had, what did you do, you, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But at the same time, we're not being realistic because everybody has been through something. Everybody has a past. So why be convicted by your past? Allow those things that have been in your past. And let me be honest with you, because if you see this nigga in a grocery store and he was my fiance or I had an ex-husband or I got a baby daddy, whatever it is. Be okay with seeing that nigga and be, you know what I'm saying? Like, be like, hey, I know she ain't fucking with you no more. I know she all into me now. You know, what y'all had was what y'all had, but that shit for sale. So then you could be even more confident in the relationship that you currently have because of the fact that you know everything about your partner. You know that whoever, whatever they was doing in the past don't matter no more. So then it ain't no surprises. Then I ain't got to worry about, you know what I'm saying, somebody jumping out the bushes or doing some strange stuff. And I feel some type of way about it because, you know, okay. I know what you had going on. Okay, so how much of your past do you think you have to uh, divulge? I mean, anything that you think should. Because if you know that it's still niggas that's calling your phone and wishing you happy birthday and shit like that, you might want to let the person know. Because if, if it ain't nothing but a happy birthday, if we've resolved that this relationship is over and I'm good with this person, they good with me, or we ain't, you know what I'm saying, we don't fuck with each other like that, but we still, you know... Wish each other the best or whatever the case may be. Check on each other during a hurricane. That's fine. If y'all fine with those terms. I like how you threw that one in there. But if it's some shit where you got, you know what I'm saying, you got some real craziness going on, I need to be aware of that. Because it's not okay for you to keep certain secrets. And everybody going to have their certain limits because it's some stuff that might have been so you know, emotional for you that you don't really want to talk about. But as the relationship grows, you should be willing to let your person know that. Because on day one, like some people be telling you a lot. Day one, I want to get married. I want to do this. I want to do that. Okay, come on now. You're doing, you're putting way too much out there. But if you're talking about we done develop a relationship, we trying to be together before you get married to somebody, you might want to let them know something. Especially if you're grown, grown. Now, when you're young and you get married, some shit you just learn as you go. But when we, you talking about people that's 30, 40 years old and you just getting married for the first time, nigga, you better let me know what the fuck is going on in your life. Because <laughs> I know you got some shit. If we just got married and we 30 something, 40 years old, oh, everybody got some stuff now because you don't live too long for you not to have nothing. So I just feel like people got to be honest and, you know, let the person know what they got, to, what they getting themselves into. Okay let's, okay, let's see past, like, okay, let's say we're going to my high school reunion. Uh, do do I need to let you know about uh, yep. all the girls that may yep. may have come up and yep? But that was high school. No, because I was, I was a kid. some of these some of these hoes don't know their place, and some of you niggas don't know y'all place either. So for that reason, I at least don't need to be blindsided by some bitch that had an abortion for you when y'all was in high school. Oh lord, that's some shit that I'm not finna be cool with. <laughs> I could be your wife today, and we'll be divorced tomorrow. Fucking around with me? What? Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> you you won't slide that on me. No. <laughs> Uh-uh. So that's the reason why I'm like, you need to just be open with people. Especially that if I'm going to have to confront your past, that's when you got to be transparent. Mm -hmm. Now, if your past ain't never going to come back to us, you can, might be able to bury all them bodies. But if you talking about I'm going to any reunion, anything, if we going to your family reunion and some of these hoes going to happen to be there because they friends with your cousin. Mm -hmm. And these hoes is there because, you know, she happened to be somebody you dated, but that's your, your cousin best friend. Mm -hmm. You know she's going to be at the family reunion. She's there every year. Mm -hmm. So you bring me. 
this bitch out of pocket, you ain't her finna get one. So you gotta go ahead and try to calm me down before we even get there. Okay. So you need to know what the boundaries are. Mm-hmm. Don't act like, you know what I'm saying, surprise is a good thing. Because for some of us niggas, surprise is the worst thing you could ever do. <laughs> I turn this motherfucker out, your grandma, auntie, all them people will be so so embarrassed. Because mm-hmm. I won't. I won't feel no way about it. You won't. I won't feel no way about it. You know I won't. <laughs> I won't. Turning tables over and shit at these people functioning. <laughs> Y'all ain't getting no deposit back fucking around with me. Jesus Christ. So, let the people know what it is. It's, like I say, if your past, if you finna have to confront your past, I need to be in on it. Okay, so speaking of confronting the past, sexual partners, does that mean anything? I mean, if, again. As a woman, do you, do you even ask a man that? And again, that's because niggas have made us feel, for the most part, that ain't even something that's on the table because boys will be boys. We don't really want to know the number because nine times out of ten, if you can remember the holes, that means they might have been worth remembering. So I don't even want to hear you tell me that you done been with 18 or, or 98 people, whatever the number is. But at the same time, even as a nigga, a nigga want to make you feel some type of way. They even say, if a girl tell you that she was with three niggas, you might as well multiply by three and tell her that she was with nine. So... You, as a woman, you forced to feel like I, I can't throw this number out here all willy nilly because the nigga already in his mind gonna multiply by three. So I gotta make it low enough so when he do multiply by three, that the shit is still reasonable. But for me, I'm just like if I fuck a million niggas before I got to you, as long as I ain't fucking a million niggas while I'm with you, that's the thing that you need to be concerned about. But then your past gonna come back up, you know, one day it one of these niggas. What you mean? One of these niggas, nah, I'm out with you now. Some nigga that, you know, he's like, oh shit, they go, oh girl, you know what I'm saying? He might get disrespectful. That's your past Anybody coming up. Anybody could be come, disrespectful. Come. So I need to know about every nigga. So if no, you, you don't. If, if in the see. moment, in the moment, if you didn't expect it. Yeah, if I ain't expecting it. If you ain't expected. We at the store and some nigga just be like, yo, what's good, yo, yo. He's and like, you see I'm with my people. And it, it is all about how you handle it. Because mm-hmm. I'll let you handle a broad if well, you handle it right. That's your business. That's no, your I business. said a broad nigga. Oh. If it's somebody from your past and we happen to see her in the shopping mall or we on a vacation somewhere and it just so happens she there in that city or she live in that city now. Y'all ain't talked in years. Mm-hmm. You can handle it. If you can handle it. But the thing is, you're not going to be doing no shady shit around me in mm-hmm. my face. So for that reason, if I see the nigga and I ain't expecting to see the nigga, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, this my husband or this my man, whatever the case may be. And if the nigga act like he disrespectful, I'll put him in his place. Like, come on, bro. You already know it wasn't even on that type of time. The way we mm-hmm. broke up, you was fucked up. So we good. Like, don't even act like we had some, some unfinished business. So just keep it pushing. And, and you keep on. Real grown people know how to handle grown people shit. But if somebody want to be childish, you know what I'm saying, you my nigga, we going to just step on and... and, and let this dude look like, you know what I'm saying, he goofy on the side of the road. It ain't that serious and insane. But if you run around here talking about something, oh, you worried about how another nigga fuck me because I'm with you now, that ain't even nothing to be playing in the background. Men oh. are visual creatures. Yeah, but <clears throat> men, men got egos too, and that's the yeah. bullshit. But it's because the visual, that's the visual. It ain't the visual. It, it ain't the visual. No, it's not. Yes, it is. How you going to tell me I'm a man, bro? Like, this <laughs> I mean, you a man, but y'all need to get over yourself. Because you could have fucked a million hoes and you you de- you think you deserve a virgin. Or you think you deserve a girl Nobody who got very low mileage. Yeah, we just want low mileage. Yeah, you, you want somebody with no, some low mileage. Like, some, some niggas like high mileage, though. I'm telling you, most of them don't. Yeah. And they'll make you feel bad if you had high mileage. Because you don't want no car, no rental car, and everybody that been and in this motherfucker. It shouldn't fucking matter because a bitch run good. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what you want to make sure she getting the oil changed. She getting the tires rotated. Mm. That's what you should be worried about. And if, and if some shit in there that ain't uh, working at a hundred percent. 
you go and get it fixed. She need a new transmission, though. Yeah, get it, get it fixed. That transmission is, is yeah. run, run down. Yeah, fuel pump all leaking. That. All Check that. engine light on. Yeah, on but you can if you can fix it up. All she might need is some spark plug change. Well, I gotta but be you the one over to fix here, you hey, you you want to ride, last, right? You, you let the last nigga run the motherfucker down. Hey, you but you want to ride now. Either yeah. you want to ride or you don't want to ride. How yeah. much money do you have? See, like you that. can't buy a new car, motherfucker. So if you in the market for a used car, then you can't be running around here telling me what the used car got to have. Mm. So all I'm saying is Just the past matter. Used car you get. Hey, do all that. A lot of them. <laughs> but like I said, you got to look at what does it mean to you. Because a lot of times the things that we've been through help us to be where we are. And you, if you think that the person that you're with is somebody that is, you know what I'm saying, y'all y'all match on so many levels. Y'all got a lot of things in common. Spiritually, emotionally, intellectually, all these different things. All these leaves. All of them. Bruce. Yeah, all of them. Levi Cindy. and all that. <laughs> but if we're doing the darn thing, then you can't you can't let your ego be the problem because that's the same way of saying if a broad got kids, you can't fuck with her because your ego. If she got kids, you already know that means she got baby daddy yeah. or two. Yeah. So my thing is you can't let that be the issue because if the nigga ain't dead now you can't fuck with her. I mean, and if her children her now her kids can't have a, a relationship with their daddy because the nigga I'm with so messed up like that ain't even it ain't even that serious. That's not normal. People shouldn't have to even do that. I ain't got to hide from whatever. If I don't want to, if I don't feel like it's necessary, it ain't adding up to the relationship, then I ain't got to worry about it. Uh, past, okay, more past. Like, what if somebody was heavy in the streets and shit like that? And then, you know, nigga was like a, you know, nigga, he was a street nigga, but now he a reformed street nigga. So now his past, you got to worry about your, your motherfucking... Uh, safety. Yeah, your safety in the streets. Does, does that matter to you? Yeah, I feel like that. When, whenever it got something to do with safety, now you gotta let a nigga know what to deal with. Cause you done fucked over some people, or what you know, what I'm saying whatever the case may be. Then yeah, you might want to let me know. Like I don't fuck around on the east side. Like whatever it is, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> let me know what what parameters. You know what I'm saying is okay or not. You know what I'm saying. Like the Lion King say, whatever the light touches. You know what yeah. I'm saying. Is that 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 dog place? That place over there? We can't go. If you just can't go, <laughs> let me know what's up. Now don't let me think and I run it all. Yeah. And then I'm out here in these streets and get caught up. So yeah, That's I mean, true. just let me know the lay of the land. Now, okay. So let's say for instance, you know, you're dealing with a hot boy. Could mm-hmm. you deal with that lifestyle? That ain't me. You know, that ain't you. Like when I was younger, I probably thought I could. Yeah, nigga. I never had the opportunity. I'm talking about a hot boy, nigga, come up I'm and talking, kidnap yeah. your ass, nigga. Had you tied up in the basement, ransom money type hot boy shit. Yeah, see, that's that's not me. Cause <laughs> I be done told all the nigga secrets. Cause I'm trying to be free. I ain't, I don't know nothing about hostage. I don't know nothing about being a hostage. I don't know nothing about that. So I'm gonna tell them where everything at. They said the auntie ah, house and the whoever shit. else. I done gave that woman address. God damn. So. You don't want to fuck around with me don't kidnap doing nothing Queen illegal. Journey, nah, don't do it. Or or, or kidnap me because you're going to get what you want. Mm. I'm going to give it up. Damn. That's crazy. So we want to know, man, does your past matter? You know what I'm saying? People say past don't matter, but I got to believe past does kind of matter. You know, because, you know, past make you who you are. You know what I'm saying? Past experiences build uh, current, uh, you know, habits tendencies you know even motherfucking uh you know uh, what you call them things bad stuff all that stuff your past trauma you know what i'm saying we say trauma so your past gotta matter people saying it don't matter it's bullshit but we want to know does it matter to you does a, a person's past mass matter to you when you're dealing with them 
Well, it's top 10 time, Queen John. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Top 10s, we talk about 10 things. Sometimes we go from 10 to 1. Sometimes we go from 1 to 10. Sometimes we just name 10 things. But it's always 10 things. And considering what we just went through this week, all the fucking hoorah, the hoopla, all that good stuff, the fear mongering about this hurricane, we decided to do the top 10 worst hurricanes. Here we go. Number one, the the Chenier Kamenia hurricane of 1893. It was a Category 4 hurricane made landfall on the small island of Chenier Kamina, Louisiana. Had wind speeds of 130 miles per hour. Storm surge close to eight, 18 feet. Decimated the small fish community, leaving a few homes standing and killing more than 770 of the town's 1,471 residents. Wow. It said an estimated 2,000 people were killed as the hurricane moved over the Mississippi Delta into southern Mississippi and Alabama. So that was that the Caminata Hurricane of 1893. Next one, we got the Galveston Hurricane in 1900. I'm pretty sure y'all read about this in all your history books hmm. for all us old people. They say it was responsible for 8,000 deaths, more than $30 million in damage, and more than 10,000 residents were left homeless as most of the buildings in the city were damaged, man. Next up, we got the San Felipe Okeechobee Hurricane of 1928. They said mm. more than 2,000 people lost their lives as the hurricane made its way from Leeward Islands to Florida. First made landfalls in Category 4, winds of 140 miles per hour, and 312 killed were, were killed on the island of Puerto Rico. It landed near Palm Beach in Florida days later. Inland Lake, Lake Okeechobee was hit hardest in the state as the hurricane caused a lake surge of 6 to 9 feet. More than 2,000 people died in Florida. Mostly due to lake surge. Wow. Mm-hmm. And lake Okeechobee big as a motherfucker. And it is. Next one up, we got the Great Labor Day Hurricane in 1935. It slammed into the Florida Keys with an estimated wind speed of 185 miles per hour in deadly storm surges. Uh, it was a Category 5 storm that left more than 400 dead. Damages were more than $6 million. And this is 1935. $6 million was like $100 billion a day. Next up, we got Hurricane Camille in 1969. Camille is one of only four Category 5 hurricanes to ever make landfall in the continental United States since 1900. Um, Camille made landfall along the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Uh, It said some winds were up to 175 miles per hour, bringing storm tide of more than 24 feet. Uh, Greatest damage occurred in southeast Mississippi, Dolphin Island, the Alabama coastline, and the Mobile metro area. Storm resulted in 256 deaths and more than $1.4 billion in damage. Wow. All right. We got Hurricane Andrew, 1992. It also was a Category 5. Winds of 165 miles per hour. We made landfall in Miami-Dade. Um, and later moved into the Gulf to make a second landfall near uh, Louisiana as a Category 3. Andrew caused $26 billion in damage and responsible for at least 15 deaths. So high money, low deaths. That's great. Next up, man, we got the most popular hurricane of our lifetime, Hurricane Katrina. Uh, hurricane Katrina is one of the most devastating hurricanes in U.S. history. It made landfall as a Category 3 with winds up to 125 miles per hour near Burris, Louisiana. It claimed more than... Th- 1,800 lives, and it was $170 billion in damages. Jesus Christ. Mm. Next up, we had Hurricane Sandy. Now, this is weird, because Hurricane Sandy was a mid-Atlantic hurricane. Late October, uh, killed 75 in the Caribbean, um, 100 Americans, millions without power, and caused more than $70 billion worth of damage. Uh, we had Hurricane Harvey in 2017. 
It was a Category 4 along the Texas coast, $125 billion in damage, and forced 39,000 people out of their homes. So Then we got Hurricane Irma and Hurricane Maria. Uh, both of these were 100 Category 4s. Irma was a Category 5. You know what I'm saying? Hit landfall with a Category 4, uh, 150 miles per hour winds, longest blackout in U.S. history. You know what I'm saying? And 64 people died in the storm, and the death toll later was revived to 3,000. So those are your 10 worst hurricanes. You know which hurricane you didn't see on that? Which one? Idalia. You ain't see her. Because, you know, we, we, we stood in the pain against her. You know what I'm saying? And go. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Once again. Don't talk Idalia up so she can turn around. Yeah, it says yeah, yeah, she can she loop can around. She can double back, baby. Yeah, we can see. She better go get some more people because uh, what, what you came through wasn't good enough. You know what I'm saying? So you better loop around, get, get your weight up, come back again and see us. You know what I'm saying? Don't, I'm don't, just saying. Uh, don't come back and see us. <laughs> that was our top 10. And uh, come back next time for another one, man. Well, it's TV Talk time. Queen Germ, TV Talk is kind of light this week because I always saw it was a shy. And... Uh, just, just let me know what you thought about the episode. It I was mean, a 420 episode, so I know you figured like, oh, he'll yeah, like this one. Yeah, I mean, I guess he would, but nah. at the same time, the people had a lot going on. Everybody was eating, you know, weed-infused food and smoking hella blunts, uh, having a good time out there. You know, Jake selling his merchandise out the house, and some little kid was trying to be, you know, a little disrespectful to his, um, I guess, his sister-in-law. His, yeah, his brother's girlfriend. Um, and so friends, since she's a trans woman, trans woman, that's what Mm. it is, a trans woman. And she had her other trans women friends over there. The people was, you know, talking trash or whatever, but Jake got them together, put the boy out and, you know, told the other ones, if y'all got something to say that's off the way, y'all can get the, you know, Stefan as well, which is good because, you know, of course, as a kid, you want to have some boundaries for your people. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know. Why should a kid have to be yeah. somebody's adult advocate mm-hmm. um, for their lifestyle or choices or whatever? But at the same time, you know, Jake growing up fast, the mama ain't there. So, of course, he got a lot on his plate. But um, you got Maisha and Kevin still playing around, trying to figure this stuff out. Everybody but everybody see it. see it, so they ain't doing a good job of hiding. Um, then uh, the Pop. boy who owned the show, went on the, the um, barbecue place. Emmett. Uh, Emmett. His daddy done let him know that he had the gun. Mm-hmm. So now Emmett called himself trying to get flippity at the mouth with the daddy, but the daddy letting him know, like, nigga, you still need me. You can say I wasn't there whenever you was a kid, whatever, whatever. Whoop, 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 whoop. But I'm here now, and I'm obviously saving your ass because you out here in these streets with this bullshit. You don't even see something wrong with the fact that you fucking around with Duda. Duda don't mean nothing for you. Yeah. He just want to use people to wash his money and to do mm-hmm. whatever he want them to do. So now you be so in debt with You're him. Pawn in the yeah, he'll, he'll have you right here killing folk, holding guns, doing all kind of dumb shit. And the next thing you know, you I mean, you done been a witness to all kind of crimes at this point. So now you all in. So... Yeah. It's just like a whole lot of shit going on. But you was going to say something about the churn. Uh, how do you feel about the uh, therapy session they had with all the men? I actually thought it was really good. I'm glad mm-hmm. you mentioned that because I forgot about it. Um, I felt like they were trying to do such a good thing, which is normalizing niggas having feelings. Because I feel like 
in today's society, yes, I'm all for the fact that, you know, everybody got emotions. They should be able to express themselves. But it's something about community. And the same way that, you know, you got girls trips, you got boys doing whatever, boys not out, men's hanging out, whatever you want to call it. It's like you need to have that community where you can have some sound advice. You don't have to feel as if somebody judging you. You have that safe space to where you can have a conversation. And men should not feel like they shouldn't have any emotions except for fucking and killing folk. Like, that's not, you know, what it should be. It should be all variations of that. And, of course, we need to refrain from killing folk. And, hey, have sex. It's love if you can or whatever. But it's just like, you know... I just feel like it's good, like normalizing it, especially for black men. Like black men have been told, like so many men have been told that you ain't supposed to cry. You ain't supposed to do this, that, and the third. And it's just like, I mean, I feel like you ain't supposed to cry in front of no woman. But if you cry in front of my woman, not on a regular basis, my nigga, like that shit is weak as fuck. I'm just going to be real with you. You use your friends for what they use for. Like y'all talk about sports, talk about bitches, talk I'm about whatever. Be hundred percent vulnerable I'm, in hey, front of you. Hey, not Somebody all the time. Just break down and cry, man. And if you cry on a regular basis, I'm gonna look at you make as a. You cry sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll make a nigga lose you too. Like I'm gonna walk away because if I wanted to be with a baby, I would have. Hey, man. I would have been with a baby, but you can't do that. But I just feel like you know when you're in that safe space, when you're with your fellas, fellas should be comfortable with you know. Y'all dapping, dapping each other up, telling each other stories, you know what I'm saying, whatever. Keep each other secrets. If I got to cry, whatever, go ahead, boo-hoo cry, give your nigga a hug, whatever the case may be, and, and come back stronger. But ain't no need for you to be out here looking weak as fuck in front of your woman because she going to try your ass. Okay. I'm going to just let I'm you know gl- that. I'm glad you brought it up because before I forget, uh, Keisha, she said they need a maid and a nanny in the house. Are you against Keisha yet? I'm not against her. I just need a young lady to tailor her taste because in reality, this heifer was willing to do whatever she had to do before mm. and she was living at a mama house. Mm. Now, the man done got you out the house where him and his churn and wife used to live. Mm-hmm. Now, I was for that because I don't know. I just can't have these memories. I know you done had sex with your wife all over this house. I don't want to It was okay when, I was having, when, when we, when was we just, were sneaking around. Yeah, but, and then it wasn't a problem until she got that car. Hey, and that's the facts. Because as, as anybody... Because you ain't had no problem getting as, it up before. As anybody, you should know your game ain't that damn good, Emmett, for you to think you can buy your wife slash baby mama now, ex-wife slash baby mama now, a car just because she asked for it. Now, if she got it, then hell yeah, I'm going to get it because I'm your current girlfriend. And if you want to prove to me that she don't mean nothing to you, except for the fact that she your baby mama ex-wife, I need to get what I want. So at this point... You already should have been prepared for the game. So, so that's say, what it is. So, so let's, let me ask you a question. Let's say, for instance, God forbid this happens. It's not going to happen. But let's say we would, you know, not be together no more. You my ex-wife and I wanted to buy you a car. Would you be okay with that? I wouldn't want nothing from you if we was ever divorced. But what if we just was, to be real? What if we was like an amicable divorce? Like it ain't, I mean, like it ain't could no be, beef. But I turned grown at this point. I don't need shit from you. But what if I was like, yo, man, I came into something like, yo, what's good? I'll buy Give you a car. Give me cash. Give me cash, my nigga. Cash. I need cash. I don't need no car. Why? I got a car. But I mean, but I was like, I know you always wanted this car, and I bought it for yeah, you. Yeah, I just, I, I wouldn't want it from you. Why not? We ain't together. Like, that ain't some shit I would want. Like, the, and, and you saw how his ex-wife did the shit. She fucking her new nigga in your car. That shit ain't cool. That don't bother me none. It, it might not bother you, but to me, if I'm going to do all that shit, because that's, that's, and that's again, something you had to do to stroke this nigga ego. Could I buy you a house? No. Why not? Because 9 times out of 10, that means you got the key. I don't want I don't you want, to have I, access no. to no shit that I'm in. 
<laughs> nothing. If we not together, we not together. Your name, I'm like, huh? It's, it's like yours. I said, give me the two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars. Don't mm-hmm. don't buy me no house. Damn. I don't. I mean, I don't want you to have nothing to do with that. If you want to write a check to a nigga, write me my check, and I will go on and deposit it, and we'll do what we do over here. But you're not finna sit here and say you gonna buy me a house or a car, well, like and I'm say, supposed I was to just give like, you whatever. I, you know, when we was married, I said I was gonna do all these things, and now I'm able to do it, and I'm still gonna do it for you because I told you just to, you know, you wouldn't want that. No, I would want you to give me the cash value of those things. Do that. I mean, you're free to sell it, whatever it's yours. I don't need to sell it. If you know that that's what I'm gonna do with it, just give me the check. Just cut me the check, nigga. Transfer that. Shit. But ain't no need for you to do all that. I mean, I ain't mad at Emmett for trying to do what he thought he needed to do for his wife or mm-hmm. ex-wife or whatever because she needed another car. But she got a whole nigga that lay up inside of her every night. Yeah. You're not gonna tell me that that don't that don't weigh nothing on what you got going on. Oh, you want to be a big nigga? You gonna give her a car? Then you got two or three other baby mamas out there. They gonna all want a car. So now you got to go to the dealership they every other the day. Wife. They all want the wife. Though. They wasn't. But at the same yeah, time, they still the got churn from you. They was the wife. And for me, I just feel like it's in poor taste for you to think that your current anything, man or woman, is gonna watch you buy expensive, lavish gifts for your ex and not want something. Like, you done turned on something to me, nigga. You can buy her something. Hell yeah, I want a new car. Hell yeah, I want a new house. But now she pushing it when you talking about you need a maid and all these other things because now all of a sudden you not, nigga, you not doing your job. Go get your mama to watch these kids. She ain't doing shit. Nothing. But you you can't tell me that you need all of these things, especially when... You was going for broke and you was down for whatever. Yep. Now, I mean, I, I can understand I a house, you. but I can't understand no nanny. I can't understand I no maid. You, you ain't devil. halfway going to nobody's job. Devil. She ain't no devil. The girl I've been she through a lot, a but you're not finna make me believe that you deserve you no nanny. Yes. You don't. Do, I mean, like, do you want your kids? Because if you want your kids, you don't need no nanny. You ain't got no job to where you know, um, you know what I'm saying? You so busy. To where you can't be with the children. So you the kids in daycare while you at work. When you come home, your ass is at home with them churn. Yep, that's what she should be. But that's that that's all for the shot, man. We talked a little too much about the shot. But go check it out. Um still not a good show. It's, it's it is what it is. And next up we had our Tubi movie of the week. And this one was one of the more ridiculous films I've seen in my life. Uh this movie was by the ex navy it was called The Milkman Vengeance. And this was about an ex-Navy SEAL who came back home after 30 years uh, of his grandfather getting killed. His grandfather was the milkman in the neighborhood, Mm. and he had one of the more prestigious routes. And uh, one of the guys didn't like that, so they had his uh, grandfather killed so he could take over the milk route. So the guy comes back, and he's like a vigilante that only attacks people that attacks, you know, that victimize people. But after he kills people, he, he needs to drink milk. That's sick. And so, uh, yeah, that's how he's the milkman. And uh, you, you got to see this movie to believe it. it is why he gets shot and he needs milk to regenerate him. And the cops was negotiating. He negotiated some milk. Uh, somebody gave him some powdered milk. He didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? So you got to, you so got to. So like 2%? I don't know what milk. kind of milk. He had a whole bunch of milk in his refrigerator, like ridiculous. And he was leaving milk at crime scenes and shit. So that's how they got onto him. So please go check out The Milkman Vengeance. Um, I did watch another show. It was called uh, Fentanyl. It's a series. It only had three episodes, but all three episodes were pretty good. Uh, And that was Tubi? Yeah, it was on Tubi. Yeah, it was on Tubi. So check that one out. It's called Fentanyl. So yeah, that's all for TV Talk this week, man. It's time for Queen Jern's favorite segment of the show, and that's Bad Black Cinema. Cinema! 
Bad Black Cinema, or the BBCs, we like to call it right here, is with me and Queen Germ. Act out situations suggested by you, the listener, or sometimes we just make them up. Now, before we get into this improv, let, let, let me let y'all know we are not classically trained actors. We did not study at Juilliard. Hell, neither one of us have sad cards, but we come here and we do this every week for y'all. This week, the situation goes a little something like this. Spouse has terminal spouse has terminal disease and asked to sleep with an ex one more time. Queen Jern, I'm going to set the scene. It's pretty much simple. You got a spouse laying on their deathbed, terminal disease, they've been to die, and they got one request, and they ask their spouse, can they get rocked by the ex one more time? Queen Jern, would you like to be the uh, terminal disease spouse or the spouse that's not with the terminal disease? Not with the terminal disease. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be the one with it. Here you go. You ready? I guess. Action! How you doing today? Oh, no, honey. I just, you know, doctors told me it could be any day now. And I just want to, you know, just, you know, just go on easy. You know, the pain. I just want the pain to stop. Mm. And, uh, you know, but uh, enough about me. What about you? I mean, your eyes look weak and all kind of stuff. It look like you just, you know, you're withering away. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. what what could I do? What can I do to I mean, help you? you've done enough. You've been you've been there by my side. You've been awesome. I mean, every little thing. I mean, you've been waiting on me hand to foot. You've been with me through this whole ordeal, and I, I just want to thank you for that. You know. I mean, and, I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, I, I just want to appreciate it, man. But but it is something you know that that might could be done. You know. What? Um. You know, I'm a dying man, and you know, and uh, I just. It's something I wish I could experience one more time before I go. And what's that? You know, I I, I just want to, I really want to get my dick sucked. I did that yesterday. Well, not, you know, no, no. And I, and I thank you for that. But it, it's like my ex, I was wondering if maybe, you know, you'd be cool with let her come up here and suck me off what? one more time. So you, you trying to tell me you about to die. Yes. Any day now. Yes. And somebody who done been with you for 30 years, you, you still think about a bitch that you had before me? I mean, it was, it, it, she used to do this thing with her tongue that was amazing. It's it just. And so that's, that's what we doing. That's what we on. I mean, I tried to get you to do it, but you couldn't do it right. And you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like she did. Interesting. But, but it was just, you know, I was just wondering, I mean, I know, I mean, I'm sure she'll do it. Cause you know what I'm saying? That's just the kind of. Yeah, I bet the type the type of hoe she is. But I mean, I Cause just because ain't, ain't no way in the world you gonna tell me you married to somebody you ain't been with her in all these years. You must have been fucking her while we been no, together. No, cause no. ain't no way in the world you could tell me that you could call her right now and she gonna come over here and run over here and suck your dick and she ain't sucked your dick in thirty years. She probably sucked it before, um, you nah, know, nah, before nah, you got yeah. sick for real. No, That's no, why you're still thinking about it. Cause no. ain't no way in the world enough time has gone by no. that the way she sucked your dick shouldn't even matter no more. I'm just, I, I just want to just one time for a go. You gonna fuck around and I'm gonna take, I'm gonna pull the plug on your black ass. I mean, what? Listen, baby, you know I love you. No, you can't. You I can't do. if you sitting here telling me that somebody else sucked your dick better than me and I've been sucking it for 30 years. I'm just saying. And I done sucked your dick for 30 years and I bitch that you done been with for a couple of minutes, a couple of strokes. Now you telling me that she got to come in here and finish the final round with you? Okay. I mean, you then, can get, you Then can die get in me, her arms, nigga. You can get me right after her, but it's just. Like, I won't be there. I just want. I won't be I there. I just want to know if you would be okay, okay with that. I'm not gonna be okay, but I'm gonna let you do your thing, baby. But this is just. I'm. I'm. I'm sitting here, bro. I don't even play like that. But I'm going out. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll be going. Siren, siren, all right. You'll be able to yeah. free to do what you want to do. Yeah. 
And, 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 and you know I left you It ain't about me doing what I want to do because I done did all of what I want to do, which was with you. I, I done vowed to be with you all of my all of the rest of my days. It ain't my fault that you're dying. So that means you thought about this. You yes. done put your lips together to think that this would be the appropriate time you, for you to ask me for such a favor. I thought you wanted to, you know, okay. you wanted to, yeah. a dying man wish yeah. to get honored. Yeah. yeah. You could have did that and just not let me know that that was happening. Because I don't need to be okay in nothing like that. That shit is nasty. Cut. Bad Black Cinema, y'all. Now, Queen John, what if the nigga had the audacity to ask you something like that? And if he was connected to any device that was keeping him alive, <laughs> he would no longer be connected to it. And all y'all would hear was, Boo! That's what y'all would hear now. flat line, huh? Yep. That's wild. And yep. you gotta be a wild motherfucker to ask that. I think that really happened. I mean, it happens all the time, I'm sure. Jesus. But at the same damn time, a nigga couldn't ask me that. I mean, there's some mom that ain't dying that's asking for it. So what? I mean, people feel like, hey, you done let a door open that you, you know what I'm saying, that you willing to do X, Y, Z. So they going to press the luck. See what, see what you're really about. So Damn. I'm not a fan. You're a wild person if you're asking that, man. Well, come back next week, man. We'll have another scenario for you. It's time to read some rap lyrics, y'all. Around here, we read rap lyrics. We read them in our office voice, our professional voice, our, our ethnic voice, our accents. However you, however you read them, just make sure you read the damn lyrics. This is an even show, which means it's Queen Germ time. So, Queen Germ, do you have your lyrics ready? I have them ready. Well, whenever you're ready, hit them with them damn lyrics. All right. Here it is, and this is how it goes. I bust on leathers, leave them frying in a griddle. In the middle like Moni, you're phony cause your style's baloney. But I rock with no filler, with no filler, ain't a girl MC illa. Putting rappers on ice, then lock the body in a chiller. The way I fucks it up, I up chuck nasty style like. Throw up, blow up, then go nuts. Like a lady ninja killer, I'll drill deep beneath the surface it's the rage front page i heat up like a furnace my stilo got bulk check the gamma rays for the she-hulk stomping through your territory new rap female category winner this is none other than the first verse from the lady of rage song entitled big bad lady all right, that was Queen Germ to rap lyrics. Come back next week. It's an odd show, so it'll be my turn, and you know the ignorance will return. Well, it's HBCU confessional time. HBCU confessions. When I go to the HBCU confessional Twitter, grabs the tweets and reading Queen Germ. This one goes a little something like this. I've been drinking straight from the jug my whole life. Tell me why I walked in on my sister drinking from the jug. Now I'm just thinking like, so we've been drinking after each other for the longest. N-C-A-N-T. Queen Germ, react. This is something that's a little, um, something that I can identify with. Okay. Um, not drinking it. out the carton, but drinking out the cup. And um, I felt some type of weed when I read this shit. Um, I don't think that anybody, I don't care if you live alone, you you should have a cup. Like you don't know when you're gonna have a guest. You don't know. You know what I'm saying. What drinking what, out the jug hit different though. 
What? It's, it's like y'all pissing outside? I don't know. It's something about when you drink out the jug, the juice just hit a little different. It just, it's all in your mind. All I can tell you is now that you know that you and your sister been drinking back and forth with each other, you don't know where your mouth been at. I mean, I you know you where know. your mouth been at, but you don't you know, know where her mouth, mouth been, been at. at. So it's just like all kinds of backwash and other people parts done been all in your mouth. You don't know your sister could really be a freak out here. And so the next thing you know, y'all done swap, you know what I'm saying, back and forth with the juices of things along with whatever you purchased in the container. It's just not a good look. I mean, you going to be bothered by it, but maybe you'll learn to pull your shit in a cup. Like, mm. it, it, it just ain't that serious. Because to me, it's very childish. Grown people don't drink out of containers. Mature people, rather, don't drink out of containers unless it's like the last swig of it and you just don't want to dirty up a dish. Mm. But when you talk about that, that's what your everyday routine is. You drinking out of the milk carton. You drinking out of the juice container. I, I just feel like that's quite immature. So <laughs> I'm going to need you to get your shit together because ain't nobody want to live with you. Especially if you're talking about in a relationship type thing. Nobody wants to be there. I mean, we could do a whole lot of stuff. But me drinking out of a container behind you or pouring a cup of something that I know you had your mouth on the thing. Nah, we good. I don't I don't like that at all. That's not I think men just do that shit. It's odd to see women do that shit. Is a woman probably wouldn't do it, but men, yeah, niggas will drink out the motherfucking container. It's just something men do. I don't know why, but it the drink is nasty. It hit different out straight out of the container, man. Especially like now they got the little nozzle on the juices. You can mm-hmm. just uh, just pour it like that. You ain't got to put your mouth on it. Just, you know, I ain't saying drink out the juice and shit. Drink out the milk jug like they be doing on movies and shit. Like yeah. anybody drink straight milk like that, they're savage. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, or either a teenager trying to get big or something. You know what I'm saying? But just drinking straight milk, boy, you, you're a wild boy. Yeah. Um, but that's all with that one, man. I, I think it's kind of, you know, eh, just let us know you're drinking out the motherfucking jug so I know not to drink out of that one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying just, just <laughs> you gotta have your own thing. jug if you're gonna drink. You can't be drinking out the, the out community. the community. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that, man. So if you like those HBCU confessions, go check them out, man. Well, let's keep it 100 time, Queen Germ. Do you have a keep it 100 for the people? Oh yeah, my keep it 100 is to all of y'all who out here thinking y'all you know larger than life. You done got a little something going on for yourself. You're feeling yourself, whatever, whatever those things are, you know. Uh, opportunities may have been, I would suggest that you be humble or be humbled, ED. Because there's a lot of things that's out here, you know what I'm saying, you want to just have a certain pace about it. You know, you don't want to be out here feeling like you're too biggity or whatever. You can't be stopped. You can't be brought down. But if you walk in a humble fashion, you don't end up having to be humbled because of the fact that life will humble your ass if you get too beside yourself. Mm. Well, my keep 100 go a little something like this. Ladies, the ride is over. This is the uh, official start of football. So every Saturday and Sunday for the next 20 fucking Saturdays and Sundays, the man is going to be in the house watching TV. The real men. The other men, the little pansies that don't watch football, they'll be doing whatever. But the real niggas will be in front of that screen watching fucking football. So... Enjoy all your time that you had with your man. So that's your way of saying that the, that the women got the okay to have a boyfriend. For I didn't the next say that. I, I just said. Days. I just said. Just know if you're looking for your man on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, he's gonna be in front of the motherfucking TV watching football. So that's where he'll be at. Mm. And the real men would include their women if they really wanted them. I mean, but if you just want to sit there with them, but that's just where he's gonna be at. Just so, just what we're saying. The yeah. ride is over. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah. So, that that good time summer, hanging out all the time, nothing to do. That shit is a wrap because it's football season, baby. Yeah. So, yes, that sounds like you didn't want to be with them to begin with. But yes, okay. sir. It's football season. Thank you, God. Yeah. Well, it's winner and loser time, Queen Germ. Do you have any winners? Yes. My winners are all of the people who were able to get a staycation from their job because of this hurricane that didn't come mm. and see about us. And mm. I'm fine with it. So we winning out here. We having barbecues. We hanging out. We drinking. We doing a darn thing. And don't have to be back to the people job until Tuesday. So I'm down with it. Playing cards. Doing a little, 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 little bit of housework. Just to tell you. Uh, getting ready for the next week because we know it's coming. But we winning out here. Because yes, we ain't got to go to work. And we still getting paid. Uh, well, my winner is uh, Cameron, man. Speaking of getting paid, Cameron just got paid. He got the uh, uh, eight-figure deal for his podcast. It is what it is. Winner! The little sports show, the Cameron does it his way. Um, I'm I'm happy for him, you know what I'm saying? See another rapper coming to this medium and, uh, you know what I'm saying, you know, get off. Especially a rapper that didn't really make it as big as he wanted. I mean, not saying Cam was successful because he was, but you know, it just seems like he's able to reach more people now with his show and bringing his brand of humor to a sports show where it's not really fact-based, it's more opinion-based, but it's funny. And you know what I'm saying? It's like us talking in the barbershop. So shout out to him for that, man. So Cam's my winner. Uh, you got any losers, Queen Jern? Oh yeah, my loser is AppleCare. Loser? I know... I don't have an iPhone. Yeah, so watch your mouth. I'm going to talk my shit right watch now. Watch your mouth. Because Samsung would never. Samsung would. Samsung has never. Um, when I have issues with my shit, I got somebody who can come in. They can they can troubleshoot. They can get me back right. And if the shit ain't right, they're going to get me a new device. Yeah, anybody can work on a Samsung phone. It takes a, a, a specialized And apparently technician. the motherfuckers ain't doing that shit right. Uh, a few days ago had to call in for a replacement phone, blah, 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 blah. They did everything they could. They had us running all over the place with the girl on phone. Uh, and of course, she's going through withdrawals because right now she doesn't have a phone, hasn't had a phone in the last three days, and she bout there. Um, <laughs> she, she, she 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 working my nerves. They sent time. a tracking number yet when it's coming. They did, and I told her Friday, but they just updated it to tomorrow. But I don't even want her to have to look for it tomorrow because if it mess around and jump back to Friday, mm-hmm. I don't even want to hurt her feelings. So I I'm, I'm if it's a surprise, it'll be there tomorrow, and if it ain't, it'll be there Friday. But the thing about it is, you're going through all these channels. You're talking to all these people who don't speak no goddamn English for a first language, and it ain't that ain't the problem. It's the fact that you want to keep saying, "I understand, I understand, I understand," and you don't understand because if you understood, you realize that the shit you're doing is unreasonable now mind you just a quick synopsis of the story is the fact that the average person puts their phone when you purchase a new device you're putting your phone on 12 months to 20 month payment on the phone with your with your carrier how in the hell you expect that the same person who paid y'all 24 dollars a month for a motherfucking phone is the same motherfucker who when the phone break down can pay you $1,205 for a new phone or a replacement phone. They ain't the same customer. So what you doing is the game is fucked up. So, oh, yeah, if you got it, you can do that. But if you ain't got it, what does that make you do? My phone don't work. I need a phone that works. So that puts me in the hands of the carrier again. Now I go back to the carrier so I can get another deal. We can re-up on these payments. Mm-hmm. So the carrier is winning 
Because now if you can't pay Apple what they want to do the replacement, even though you're getting the money back now, you're getting the money back, but you got to pay this money until you swap out the phone. If you can't afford to do that, you got to go back to your carrier, buy a brand new phone. Yeah, it might be worth it in the long run because you got a brand new phone. But again, you now have payments that you didn't necessarily have to have. Mm. So I just feel like everybody winning, everybody beating you out of some money. When I have issues with my Samsung, worst case scenario, I might have to pay $100 for a replacement phone. Mm. You over here talking about some of the phone calls, the XYZ. When we know good and well, they might charge you $1,200 for an iPhone or any of these phones. This shit made in China. The shit is probably worth $50. It, it, ain't, it ain't worth $1,200. So I just say, you know, AppleCare, full of shit. Y'all my losers this week. Damn. Uh, well, my losers is Paramount. Loser. Paramount is my loser because they are refusing to sell BET to Tyler Perry. Y'all sell BET to this black man. Don't sell BET to nobody else that's not black. All right, cause we need to get BT back and have a yeah. station that's uh, you know, worthy. Really right? for the now you know what I'm saying, cause you know, yeah, yeah, y'all putting a lot of bullshit on BT. You know, to the point that we called it EBT for years. Mm. So please sell it to a black man that's gonna do something with it. Quit stalling around. But I know what y'all doing. Y'all trying to drive the price up. I mean, if y'all keep telling this man no, you know what I'm saying, he'll come with more money and more money. Y'all really trying to, you know what I'm saying, make this money back in triple click, which y'all paid for. So I, I see what you're doing, but goddamn, make sure y'all sell it to somebody black. Well, Queen Jern, we have went through all the motherfucking topics, all the segments, and this is the time where I ask you, do you have any shout-outs? And you know I do. I want to shout-out Pam and the fam, the Johnson Five, the lunch crew, and the front porch, and of course, my girl KY No Jelly, and anybody that's representing the 912, that's Savannah, Georgia, y'all, I represent my city, Knuckle. Well, my shout-outs go a little something like this. Shout-out to Saw Wright, GQ Blue, Short T. Short T. Ruler Myself, Rick James, Bitch, RT3, Manika J. Will, Light Skin Kanye, Drew from D.C., Gerard from Boston, Stack Static, MJ Money 9S, uh, Ruler Myself, Rick James, Bitch, uh, Sleazy the Black Farmer, Chuck the Gambler, Dragon Lady, Nanita, Amazing AP, um, Steph from B-More, Peppy J from B-More, uh, Corbino, uh, anybody over that site to fuck with a kid, Doc Claw, all the gang, No Ma'am Gang, Dom Dot, all the crew over there, uh, any podcasters to fuck with us, 12 Cow, 12 Cow Podcast, Eclectic and the EDP, uh, Uncle Dolomite, Too Much Game, uh, Corey Dosecki, I'm Something Else, The Power Lunch Hour, Pork L, Miss Minnie Meeks, The Cool Out Corner, um, Dr. Brace of Everybody, Dr. Brace Network, uh, Harrison, 8 More 92 Podcast, Riders, Riders Live, Mind Triggers, Jay Christian, Cognac Room, Big Smash, Bet the House, or whatever he calling it now, since he on break, whatever you want to, I don't know. Uh, JRWV Uncommonplace, um, We Need to Talk, Ringo, shout out to him, shout out to Lingo, shout out to Lamp, Conversations with Lamp Podcast, always a dope show. Shout out to A Trucker's Mind Podcast, shout out to Baylor, BTG for President, and any other podcast that fuck with us, man. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to my nigga Verb. Shout out to Papa Dash, Daughter Dash, and anybody else that fuck with us the long way, the short way, or no way at all. Shout out to y'all, man. Well, another show is in the books, Queen Germ. It's time to ask you, what was your rating? Um, Due to the fact that today is Wednesday, August the 30th, tomorrow. At the time of recording. Tomorrow is the last day of the best month on the calendar. Yeah. 
Uh, Mayweather already went. No. He got 31 days too, but it ain't as far as August. Uh, but nonetheless, with that being the facts, thinking about the fact that, you know, I celebrate from the 1st to the 31st. Tomorrow is the 31st. I got to go out and do something nice for myself. Um, I think King Germ got something planned for me, so I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and take that invitation and let that be my something nice. Um, and I appreciate him. I really do. He did a damn thing this year, y'all. Um, so if I'm talking about the show rating, of course, representing for the hurricane babies out here, somebody done got pregnant this weekend, um, this week, uh, they'll find out probably next week, but whatever. Uh, we gonna just, I'm gonna rate this show a nine. Cause you know, that's what's next September. So we, we'll go with, with it like that. Oh, okay. Well, um. Y'all know how I get down, man. Since it is the eighth month, this is at the time of this recording, it's the 30th day. And if you add eight plus three plus zero, what do you get? Eleven. And it's two of us in here. So you take two from that eleven, oh, what you no. get? Nine. And we doing one podcast. So if you take one from oh, nine, what no. do you get? Eight. So I'm gonna rate my show at eight. Cause Kobe wore eight. Yeah, it gets it gets worse every time, y'all, if you yeah. haven't noticed. Yeah. I mean, last More week was, ridiculous. was Kobe birthday, Mamba Day, all that good stuff. You know, I forgot to say that last week, but hey. Here we are. Here we are. So, on behalf of everyone here at the PSOM Studios, I'd like to tell you, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to Pod and Save Our Marriage on any podcast readers. Don't forget to go to Tee Public, cop some merch. Don't forget to check out our sponsors, MasonJarMoney.com and poppinstop.com go get some popcorn go get some seasoning go buy them shop with them black owned businesses and don't forget to come back next week bitch so we have everyone here at the PSOM studios it's your boy King Germ and it's your girl Queen Germ and this is how Pot and Saved Our Marriage we out peace peace